Canadian musicians are thriving, playing your local venues. But are you missing out? It's time to go Under the Radar with Daily. Hey, thank you so much for checking out Under the Radar. My name's Daly, doing my best to bring you new Canadian music each week, whether it's Friday or Sunday. Sometimes we kind of get a little busy and it goes up a day or two later than it's supposed to. But thank you so much for tuning in. Today on the show, we're doing a little nerd rock out of Ottawa, Ontario. Double Experience is this week's featured artist. They're about to embark on a cross-country tour throughout Canada called the Lure Tour, so... It's a very nerdy, rocky band. Awesome band, though. They have some shows coming up north, some shows down south. They're playing all over the place. Uh, before we get into the interview, please like and subscribe to Under the Radar on iTunes. If you're listening on the Rock website or through SoundCloud or something like that, there's a link somewhere. Should be pretty easy to find. Love it if you share it. And if you want to get in touch with me, I am on Twitter at D-A-L-Y-R-Y. Or there should be contact information wherever you're listening to this. All right, that's out of the way. Thanks so much for listening. Let's get into the interview. Y'all it can So uh, tell me the kind of person who would not have fun at a double experience show and then the kind of person who would have a great time at one of your shows. I mean, uh, we're, we're a nerd rock band, so we've encouraged people to come to our shows in, in full costume and cosplay. And we want them to get involved in our show. We don't want people kind of sitting against the back of the wall. So someone who would have a good time at our show is someone who's nerdy and expects to kind of get their wrists wet a little bit with our music. Someone who would not have a good time at your show? And I guess that leaves, you know, everyone else, like um, someone who's been dragged there to, to live music. There's, there's always uh, one of those people. And no matter what you, you do or how good your band is, you just can't convert someone who would rather be anywhere else but hearing a band in some dive bar somewhere, so... Yeah, you get those snobs with their arms crossed, just like impress me kind of thing, right? Yeah, I- exactly. How did you guys get together to first start making music? Well, uh, Ian and I used to play in bands, and we'd like swap shows, but it got to a point where various members of our bands would, uh, they've decided to do something else. So Ian and I joined forces, and we've been playing together for about three or four years now. And then we, we met our drummer, Dav, on... Uh, Basically, uh, we had a drummer who couldn't make our, our UK tour, and our booking agent just sort of asked his friends, one of them being Dav. Um, before we knew it, we were landing in the UK, doing a couple practices, and then going on a whole tour, and it ended up working out so well that we just said, fuck it, dude, you, just, you have to be in the band uh, from now on. It just worked out that well. Wow, you guys have already been and played over in the UK, eh? Yeah, we're, our, we're, our running total is 16 countries, so we've, uh, it's almost like uh, unlocking more of the map. But you've been over to the UK, and this is your first time coming up to Timmins? <laughs> yeah, we've, uh, you know, I, I guess Timmins is a stop that wrongfully so gets skipped by most bands. It does, so, uh, yeah. It, it's well off the beaten path, that's for sure. It, it is. We, we, we found that that's where sort of like the best secrets are. I mean, if, if Legend of Zelda has taught me anything, it's you kind of got to go off the beat stuff, so. Now, I'm glad you mentioned Zelda because there's a lot of nerd and geek culture references in the band and the music. Who would you say is the biggest geek in the band? It, it's probably Ian, only because in typical singer fashion, he uh, he has the most free time on his hands, apparently, and he, he'll, uh, 
He's well-versed in both Star Wars and Star Trek. He can tell you probably anything about either of those. He still plays video games. He reads. He's just Mr. Credibility in the band when it comes to all things nerdy. I mean, I mean, Dav and I are are also nerdy, but, uh, you know, unfortunately, uh, being nerdy doesn't pay the bill, so we... Uh, we pick up the slack. It's very rarely you see someone who is both Star Trek and Star Wars. It's usually one or the other. I know. He, he must be uh, completely insane to, uh, or maybe he's just, uh, he, he can't commit to one. I mean, like they're, they're both cool, but uh, I'm a Star Wars guy myself. Oh, same here, for sure. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Now, I'll keep with the video games. Uh, what, in your opinion, has the best soundtrack to it for video games? Which one? There was, uh, I think it was Fatal Frame. Uh, there was some game that has just like maybe even like the new Doom soundtrack they're all done by the same guy and it's just so like squishy and rocky and has just like you know really aggressive aggressive rock sound to it that you know, typically video game soundtracks like beeps and bloops and stuff like that but that was a recent soundtrack that kind of really impressed me I've noticed uh, lately it's like they all seem to have the Mass Effect soundtrack where it's all like these big ominous tones throughout the whole thing yeah it's almost like it's a, the video game version of uh you know, the Inception soundtrack by uh, Hans Zimmer and stuff. It's like, at, at a certain point now, all movies just have these big droning accents. So it, it is kind of cool to hear video games that do do something a little bit differently. Yeah, it stands out. On your uh, Facebook page, it says this is your first time touring Canada in over two years. So why the, uh, yep. why the break? Um, I, I think uh, much as we'd like to uh, make a, a good go of it in Canada, there's probably like 20 cities tops that our band could play at before we are just the band that shows up every two weeks at these places. So yeah. um, for, for our band to get taken seriously, we made a decision early on to try and just see as much of the world as possible. And that unfortunately means, you know, uh, less time in our home country, not more. But it does feel good, I guess, two years to finally go back. And, you know, this will be Dab's first time seeing some of this, uh, some of these stops with us. So it, um, it was just, just the right time after everything else we've done to... Uh, to put a bone and do Canada again. When you're going, when you're planning a tour over in Europe and other places of the world, how do you uh, go about hooking that up? Do you go through record labels or anything like that? No, we um, we we use a guy in the UK, a friend of ours named Nathan. He uh, he we we sort of met him on a self-booked show back when we were still trying to do the self-booked thing over in Europe. But it just got to the point where our band couldn't even have band practice without the phones ringing and the emails sort of going with stuff that needed to get done. So Nathan is just a good friend of ours who helps us out uh, in, in Europe. And yeah, we, we don't use any labels because um, it's just it's just never been in the cards for us. I mean, even if it was, we don't want to get lost in the shuffle. I guess it kind of there is no shuffle, but at least uh, our band is in complete control. So <laughs> That's awesome. But that's funny. It's just a friend of yours. It's just like everything else. It's who you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, he's just a, a valued team member. He's since everything he's learned in those tours, he's now tried to do it for other bands. But by and large, he's uh, he's team double experience. So, uh, what's the plans after the run of Canadian shows? Um, we're, we're trying to keep our options deliberately open, just because there's been a few offers, and, and we're just trying to make sure that um, it will still be just as easy to move from country. I mean, there's been so much sort of turmoil going on. Specifically in Europe, you know, the election in America is probably going to change a fair few things. So even going to the States might not be completely realistic, especially if, you know, things are, you know, uh, buildings are on fire over Trump being uh, awarded president. So we're really just kind of like hedging our bets and 
and um, trying to take it one day at a time as much as possible. But yeah, the, the plan would be to do some more touring before we go back into the studio for sure. Cool. Well, we usually end it off with any one of your songs. So what do you want people listening to here? So fine would be a, a great start just because um, it's a good indicator of how nerdy we are. It is a love song, but it's a love song using the periodic table of elements, which I'm sure no one has ever even conceived of. So that would be uh, a pretty good uh, first impression, I think, of our band. Y'all it 